This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. In order to get a free audiobook download and a free trial of their service, go to audibletrial.com forward slash bonfireside chat. Some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counterattacks with power and with confidence. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Bonfireside Chat Appendix. Where we ask you to reach out and touch the demon inside of us. And this week we are taking your responses um, in regards to, um, you know, just kind of the tutorial and then demon souls in general. Uh, first impressions and whatnot. Um, did, we, uh, did we get any feedback about our last episode of Dark Souls? Astonishingly, no. How do we, how do people not care or we, or did we learn something in the six months that we did the show? I think that we learned something. I went, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I was like, no, surely this couldn't be, wait a minute. Yeah, I went people, back through. People don't want to blast us with, with Dark Souls, the ending theories and, and, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. I guess I, like our fans are better than like Xbox Live, but for some reason I was expecting, yeah. my lack of confidence going into the end of that, I was expecting a response that was, uh, People, you know, I I think people thought we were going to be dead after after Dark Souls ended. So <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. A lot of people are talking about us like we're dead. <laughs> and they're like, oh man, it's, I can't wait for Dark Souls two to come out so there's more episodes of the show. It's a shame about what happened to Gary and Cole. <laughs> Closed casket and everything. Like, what are you talking about? Like, we just switched to Demon Souls. Buried, Everything's fine. They buried a casket of bricks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, one for each of us. <laughs> So, so um, yeah, normally we do um, errata uh, during this, uh, which we are uh, referring to this season as mistaken world tendency. Uh, yeah. So if we fucked up anything in the first. Uh, oh, sorry. We, we do swear on this show. Um, if we fucked up anything <laughs> in the first episode, um, uh, let us know at duckfeed.tv slash contact. Or if you have uh, responses about the area that's coming up next, uh, same thing there. Yep, and we, and we will uh, read them. And I'll go ahead and start us off with uh, just responses. We didn't have any uh, corrections, as we said. Um, this first one is, and we were asking for responses about the tutorial, the nexus, and kind of generalities, because that's what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. So uh, Murph Murphy says, I played Demon Souls before Dark Souls and found it inscrutable and tossed it away, souring me to Dark Souls for quite some time. After I got on the Dark Souls train, I came back and found that most of the skills I picked up before translated very easily, making this time a real treat. I'll get it out of the way. I like Dark Souls better than Demon Souls. Demon Souls just feels like a less refined version, graphically lumpier, the moveset feels slightly less tight and simpler, but coming back from Dark Souls, it's close enough to scratch that itch. General complaints are few. It's much less. It's a much less forgiving game for casual melee builds than it is for magic builds. The tendencies and upgrade mechanics are at best complicated bullshit, and there are a few blind corner enemy surprises, but none that rise to the level of the fucking Arrow Knights. Refer- uh, Orlando. Yes, referring to a particularly irritating patch in uh, Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. The tutorial level is tutorial level. I like how the Gray Demon at first playthrough seems insurmountable, but now I've almost got him beat. It's a clever Easter egg. I enjoy the Nexus from a thematic and architectural standpoint. It feels ancient, but still lived in. From a practical point of view, it's just too large, and I dread the walk up to the Monumental, though the sight of the one lone monk among the dead is certainly creepily beautiful. The NPCs in the Nexus all have this archetypical feeling, like something out of Journey to the West or American Tale. And on top of that, they're pretty functional and self-explanatory. 
It should be noted he said American Tall Tale, not American oh. Tale, the Fievel movie. <laughs> I, I was thinking it was Fievel. What's, what's American Tall Tale? I'm not sure. I'm sure it's something interesting because Murph is on point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mar- hmm. Well, there probably a lot of things can be drawn <laughs> between them and Fievel yes. as well. well and I'm sure one of the kingdoms is west. Therefore, it is like Fievel goes west. Sure. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, I'll I'll take it. Um, yeah. Where um, do the rescuers come in? <laughs> like a, uh, the, after the aristocrat, aristocrats. So, um, oh no, the aristocrats. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So so Mr. Fantastic comes into an office. And he says, "I got an act for you. I take my dick and I stretch it through my wife, out of her mouth, into my daughter." Um, Jesus. The, the aristocrats. <laughs> you're mystic- you keep getting them mixed yeah, up. Yeah, you keep switching them up. It just like it. <laughs> ooh, that's a different. Uh, why? Why wasn't there an Aristocat section of the Aristocrats movie? I'm not sure. Uh, that would have been incredible. Not like I don't want like an animated section. <laughs> yeah. I just mean somebody, you know, re- referencing it. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah. First, um, wh- first impressions ahead. of the Souls games are always real interesting. If so, it, it would be trivially easy for me to go back to the first episode of uh, a show I did a, a while ago, uh, where I talked about, um, um, you know, Dark Souls. My first impression of it saying it was some bullshit. <laughs> did you really? Is that was it? Your and you decided to stick with it? Uh, I just like <laughs> I I checked it out from work. Um, I worked at a GameStop at the time. I was like, man, this is just horseshit. Um, and then I talked about, I talked shit about it on the show and then there was something I, I got it. I got my job and I was like, Oh, I, I, I have money now. I'd like to celebrate. I think I'm going to go buy dark souls. <laughs> well, what, what flipped in you though? I think I started I mean, reading, I think I started reading the something awful thread mm. because like, there has to be something to this. Yeah. And I, I read the something awful thread and people's like enthusiasm for it kind of bled through. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, I just I, I went into it with it so hyped. Yeah, that yeah. I, there are individual elements I remember thinking are bullshit, and some of which I was wrong about. Like some things I changed my mind about, but I never had a moment where I was like, "This whole game is bullshit." Yeah, yeah. So like it, it's it's weird. I came in only on the, uh, I came in only on the reputation of Demon Souls, mm. and so it's like this weird inverse double mirroring of Murph's experience. Yeah. 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 The the parts about the skills transferring is really true, and I was going yeah. to talk about that in uh, next episode when we actually start doing some some kind of fighting. But uh, you know, playing one Souls game, it's not like you've played them all; like it's still a different experience, and there's still tricks. But you can't quite recapture that, you know, the feeling of just kind of hanging on for you know, dare life, like you know, inching forward, not realizing what matters and what doesn't. And yeah, that kind of thing we haven't found again. Right. Yep, um, it'd be interesting. So the call is still out there. If you're listening for the first time, if you know of anything that uh, approximates that feeling in other games, mm-hmm. let us know. Yeah. Um, yep. So we're getting into a bunch of like new names here, a bunch of people through the contact page, which it's awesome to see. Uh, mm-hmm. Ma- Mason via the contact form, again, duckfeed.tv slash contact says, I actually played Demon Souls right after Dark Souls, so I had an idea of what I was getting myself into. At the beginning, I made a Temple Knight uh, and started roaming around the beginning area. The few enemies I faced were uh, very easy, considering I had quite a bit of experience with Dark Souls. Getting all of, uh, getting all of the grasses was odd to me, considering I had only been accustomed to Estus Flasks, 
uh, and was overwhelmed when I had over 15 quantities of healing items. I get to the end of the, uh, of the level and begin fighting the Vanguard, expecting an easy fight. My hits hardly hurt him, and I take out maybe a fourth of his life. I thought maybe this was supposed to be like the Asylum Demon, but nope. He turns around and completely one-shots me. I breathe a sigh of relief when I realize that despite my previous experience, I'm still in for a challenge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A Greedo. Yeah, kind of the same thing there. It follows. Follows. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, Allison, via contact, we want to say that, you know, we, we pimp the Facebook page, not just because it helps our egos to have people, you know, like it, but also because it's a really cool aggregator for uh, Dark Souls content. Um, Allison made some really cool Dark Souls Lego art. Yes. Um, so if you jump on our Facebook page, you can, you can see that and, uh, it should be relatively fresh at the time you hear this. So it, mm-hmm. it'll be on that first page. If you scroll down, very cool. Yeah. Um, she says via contact regarding demon souls. What a great game based on all the hype it was getting before the official U S release. I was one of the crazy people who threw down the cash to import the Asian version. I knew as soon as I started the tutorial that I was in for something special. Then I got to the boss. The Vanguard obviously smashed me to bits before I even knew what was happening. The real Demon Souls starts here indeed. It wasn't until years later, watching Squint's amazing LP on Something Awful, that I saw what happens if you do manage to beat the Vanguard during the tutorial. Also, I'm sure you are aware of this, but one bit of speculation regarding the broken sixth archstone of the Nexus and is that it being called the Land of the Giants is that it was supposed to lead to Lordron. That's something to think about. Oh, and it took me way too long to find that stupid monumental. Yeah. Agree on that last point. That did take me a long time to find him. <laughs> yeah. So, a lot, a, a lot, yeah, a lot of people mention that. We don't really get to it till next episode, but it's completely fair. So. Oh, the taking too long to find the monumental? Mm, yeah. Yeah. I so. thought you were talking about the art stone. No, no. No. Uh, what do you, we'll, I mean, we'll talk about that as it comes up, because the relationship between these games is, is the, you know, the Solaire. Mm-hmm. of of this game like it is the place for wild speculation mm-hmm. in there and uh there's nothing in the description of the giant's archstone to lead me to believe that it's lordron um other than that it's giants and some people in lordron are big right right you know, plenty of them are not um it would be a neat touch mm-hmm. like if they had you know if they had had done that that would be a really cool thing yeah. and there's nothing really that says they couldn't exist in the same world like vastly different time periods true so in one of the um, the big lore guys on YouTube, uh, Hazelra Firefly, who I don't you know ascribe to everything he says, but that's his big thing is that uh, uh, Dark Souls is a prequel to Demon yeah, Souls. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah, I've I've seen that you know in in other places too. So that's uh, it, it it's it's tantalizing you know uh, you know in terms of like I, I like finding connections uh, you know for things. Um, mm-hmm. I don't see a reason why it couldn't be. It's just kind of like, oh, okay, cool. It has no effect on anything either way. Um, so yeah. the sixth art stone, I, do, I see that A is being kind of like a sign of like, oh, man, things are really desperate. People are cutting off their sole means of, you know, of, of travel to other kingdoms in order to stop this thing. One thing, but like from a more like, you know, meta kind of thing, like that could be DLC or could have been DLC of from did Or that. a planned area yeah, that they yeah. didn't have time to implement. True. Like they started doing it and then they just kind of didn't want to redesign the entire Nexus. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be like Ula Seal, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Definitely could be that. 
Um, it'd be a rad DLC. Yeah. Like I'm interested in more souls, no matter what happens, um, no matter what price I have to pay. <laughs> Satan, are you five, listening to me? <laughs> five years later, to yeah. Demon Souls DLC. Um, yeah, no, I mean, if it had happened, right, right. So I mean, um, even though the, again, like what you're saying, of course I'd be for it. It'd be pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. But the uh, yeah, I always just kind of thought of it either like what Cole's saying is it's a sign of things just kind of being in unrepair, or uh, it just being an area they didn't finish. Right, but. Yeah. yeah. So Andrew says via contact, uh, the opening to Demon Souls is one of the most atmospheric openings to any game ever. From the oppressive music to the washed out color palette, everything in the opening is seemingly designed to break your spirit in one way or another. How it shows you game mechanics through essentially a game mechanic of using the messages to give you info uh, was brilliant. And the fact that you have to die in the, tut in the tutorial is reminiscent of uh, the only other game I can think of that does that, which is Mega Man X. Um, and uh, that and after having played and beaten the game, going back in with a new character to finally see that there was content after the Grey Demon was amazing, only to be crushed immediately by the Dragon God. Upon arriving in the Nexus, the truly oppressive atmosphere comes to a head with this massive structure you can't really escape, filled with lost and forgotten NPCs, all of which have an interesting and colorful history you find out throughout the game. That and being greeted by the Maiden of Black, basically saying that not only are you dead, uh, you, don't even, you don't even get to die until, you, uh, until the world has been saved, is a great opening to the game. That and the introduction to the Monumental is a great study in giving the player just enough information to carry on. The fact that he is surrounded by other dead Monumentals and all, all alone at the top of the Nexus is really depressing. Keep up the good work, guys. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, and we'll talk more about the Monumental yeah. next episode. Interesting character. Yes. That. Um, I feel like there probably are more games where you get that forced death uh, yeah. in the beginning. Um, but this that, one, that what this kind of does is that it's not forced. Like, isn't it possible? You can't beat the beginning of Mega Man X, but you can force the game into essentially just clamping down on you. Yeah, I think so. You can hold your hold your own long enough for it just to kind of take it away from you. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I'm thinking of, like, Metroid games to a certain extent, too. Like, it, it, it's something where... You're, you, there has to be an incident. Oh, like to, a Ridley. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. To, that um, causes you to lose your shit. Final Fantasy 2, mm, I think, yeah. does that? Um, has a mandatory death at the beginning? Yeah. Maybe? No, no, it uh, doesn't. The one I'm talking about, the regular 2. Oh, okay. The, uh, yeah, yeah, not sorry. Final Fantasy 4. I'm not, I'm not a gaijin, Cole. I don't refer to Final <laughs> Fantasy IV as Final Fantasy so, II. Sorry. Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> there are two possible numbers that people could say that could evoke the same game, and I will always, in kind of this Heisenberg-esque way, try and take it back to the game that stars Cecil and Kane. So Yeah. Yeah, you'll do that for everything, though. Yeah. Like, that doesn't have to even be a Final Fantasy game. Yeah, true. <laughs> like, um, you know. The, uh, yeah, but uh, uh, agreed on most points is, you know, on, on pretty much everything that you're saying, the music being, uh, being different is something that I want to just have illustrated kind of it's, we use music throughout mm -hmm. the episodes, but uh, I really like the soundtrack yeah. in Demon Souls. It's really good. It's more melodic, uh, more atmospheric, mm -hmm. um, a lot less chanting. Chanting is okay. Um, in boss battles, but, uh, it's a little bit more, uh, I guess versatile for lack of yeah. a better word. Hugh, Hugh, yeah. Much more variety. Yeah. Like you get, when you get into things, some things like the adjudicators theme, mm -hmm. which is this kind of like sour horn symphony, mm -hmm. you know, like off key, like queasy horn symphony. Like it's not always trying to be epic, mm -hmm. you know, whereas like almost all of the boss fights, except for Gwyn mm -hmm. and dark souls are trying to evoke, you know, and not, that's not always true. Like Priscilla has a little bit something different going on with like a butterfly. Um, yeah. Uh, 
Seath is pretty epic. Do you mean Sith? Um, Sif is a little bit. No, like, well, oh no, Gwendolyn, the one that has kind of like the crazy plucked violin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Gwendolyn, yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, but most of it is just you know, dun, 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 dun. and yeah. uh, this is it goes for a lot of different kinds of moods. Mm-hmm. Um, here, Sour this Horn is, Symphony is my favorite Mountain Goat Split EP. Yeah, yeah. The uh, man that and just sound design in general. So we'll mm-hmm. talk about it. Uh, in a couple months, but that dinging sound from three, <laughs> my student worker has that as a, like, essentially it's not, he didn't rip it from the game, but there's an onboard text tone for an iPhone. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much the same thing. And, uh, gets my hackles up a little bit every time he gets text, <laughs> partly because he shouldn't be receiving text at work. And then partly because, uh, it's just that, you know, uh Oh, one of these fucking Ithalids has seen me <laughs> like I'm fucked. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great sound design. Mm-hmm. Um, Levi goes on to say, uh, one phrase slash question can sum up the beginning of my demon souls experience. Where the fuck is the monumental? Yeah. Where the fuck is the fucking monumental? Yeah. I don't, that second Which is that, is is that big, that big monument they built, <laughs> yeah. uh, to commemorate Bob Pollard's parents. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Pollard in coitus. Um, <laughs> Coitus is the grossest word. Coitus is pretty gross. Even and, yeah. and adding interruptus to it doesn't make it. Uh, <laughs> doesn't make it. Uh, what it does, and this was a like something I used to joke with my friends about when I was like in my early twenties, is how coitus interruptus sounds like. Um, you know, because it's it's Latin, it makes it sound like it's being said by like a, a like a filthy Greek guy, and then like not like a you know modern Greek guy, an ancient Greek guy. So it's not racist. No one's racist against the ancient Greeks. And the uh, and I used to always walk around going like, "Don't worry, baby, Daddy Zalipides practices coitus interruptus." Jesus. Um, yep, that's what passed for humor in two thousand one. No, we we were more naive, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nine <laughs> eleven hadn't happened yet. Yeah. Yeah. Simpler times. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. Yep. So, <laughs> do you want me to take yeah, us home? Yeah, yeah, it had in 2001. Well, okay. So, there were nine months, or sorry, eight months. So, the majority of. Yeah, most, most of 2011 was cool. <laughs> most of 2001 there was, one was fine. Four month period that was a real bummer. Yeah, that was that, like, but, but we were, but we, but we were unified as a nation. <laughs> yeah, I, the, I, Astute listeners will notice how long it took me to click <laughs> on that. That's because I was trying to remember what year 9-11 happened. Because I'm part of the yeah. MTV generation. Yeah. I don't understand things. Yeah, no. And, and you always have to correct Cole. <laughs> exactly. My my desire to correct Cole is so outweighed strong. my desire not to show people listening that I didn't remember when 9-11 happened. So. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Want me to take us home? Yeah, go ahead and, uh, and and take us home here. Okay. William says via contact, I originally played Dark Souls before Demon's Souls and was obviously captivated by the game so much that as soon as I finished it, I traded in my Xbox just to get a PS3 solely for one game, Demon's Souls. That's right, buddy. <laughs> you didn't trade in your Xbox, though. No, I know, this but guy, I, this... I wonder. My, my, my PS3 is essentially the same thing as a blender. Oh, yeah. Like, it is a single-use appliance. <laughs> it does one thing. Yeah plays journey no um <laughs> this guy like i'm trying to like work out some kind of gift of the magi kind of situation for william where, <laughs> where it's like somebody traded in uh like their copy of dark souls to get him demon souls but he traded in his ps3 to you know to buy somebody else uh, an xbox for 
something. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, There's a guy in the corner playing Kingsfield, like just kind of like hunched over. <laughs> it's a little, like, just like a like a goblin man for no reason. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. lurch is what we call him. <laughs> yeah. And he's just sitting here there with like a, a huge bowl of like probably rotten cereal, like <laughs> yeah. playing Kingsfield on a black and white CRT TV. Like just, you know. <laughs> How crazy you are. It has rabbit ears, even though we've been on. We've been on yeah, he's not, he's not doing TV. Yeah, it's not a radio PS. Okay, PlayStation, regular PS, a, a radio PlayStation. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't communicate with the TV via radio waves. Ah, yes. So William continues. Um, the the tutorial level felt eerily similar to the Undead Asylum in Dark Souls, and as soon as that huge demon smacked my ass up in one hit, even with all my hours of Dark Souls training, I knew I had fallen in love again. Aw. Oh. Love is nice. Yes. Um. Yeah, and and you know, same way I did. I'm sure that like when Dark Souls came out, or like however long it would take normal people to beat it, like a month or so, mm-hmm. I bet you a lot of people did the same thing as as me and William here. Where like I bet you sales for Demon Souls went had a oh, huge yeah. bump. Mm-hmm. You know, just in the success of like, where can I find more stuff like this? Well, they were originally going to turn off uh, the Demon Souls servers mm-hmm. in like June of 2012, but the uh, but the popularity got got it like a couple of months stay. And then finally, from or Sony or somebody just came out and said, "Like, hey, listen, um, we're just going to keep it on indefinitely until demand drops." Yep. And then yeah. Sony put it out on PlayStation Plus, which means that essentially it's going to live forever. Yeah, which I it needs to. Yeah. So that'll be real sad. Like, yeah, if if it just kind of if it just kind of goes away, like just it, it's it, it feels fragile to me that like a large part of this experience is kind of hidden and gated off and could go away as soon as they flip that switch. It's one of those arguments <clears throat> against digital media that yeah. really holds no water because when, when you're talking about something like steam, like it's very unlikely steam is just going to up and go away. But yeah. this actually is a little bit like a, you know, an, a, a small developer mm-hmm. with a real kind of spotty record putting out a cult favorite, like this very well could go away right. in a way that like Apple's not going to, right? you know, um, mm-hmm. and also there's, you know, the, the online part is intrinsic to the, the product. Mm-hmm. It's not just, you know, the same way, like I don't have to be online to listen to an MP3. Right. Um, at least not yet, Obama. <laughs> um, but the, uh, <laughs> like, the, uh, I, you know, to enjoy Demon Souls properly, you do have to be right. online. So, yeah. And the fact that it's not on like PC means that somebody will like, nobody will be able to bootstrap a solution around that. Yeah. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Everything needs to come on PC at the same time. Yeah. I'm going to be able to Gravelord myself in Dark Souls. <laughs> they, it's fucking cool. They, they've learned their lesson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank God. The, um, was it uh, uh, Allison who talked about getting the Japanese version? If the you know Dark Souls 2 came out in Japan, first, like, <laughs> man, it would be tempting to, like, get a non-English version yeah. just to, like, play it and get some experience. Like, And I probably wouldn't feel that bad about buying it twice. No, no, like, I, I wouldn't feel yeah. bad at all. Yeah. <clears throat> That would be tempting. Yeah, I bought copies of Dark Souls for friends who I wasn't even sure wanted it. I yeah. just, like, bought it and gave it to them for, like, Christmas and shit. Speaking of which, I have that PC copy. Ooh, yeah. Can you send I that my way? I can play it now. Yeah, I need to remember to, to give that to you. I'll do it as soon as we get off the phone. Cool. Cool, cool. Yeah, um, yeah so that wraps up our, our comment section. Um, thank you very much to everyone who responded. And as always, we welcome any and all uh, feedback and contact. 
Yeah, you guys fucking rule. And anybody who wants to write in, you probably rule too. So we, you know, a, <laughs> I thought it sounded like you were saying, like, "You guys fucking rule." And anybody who wants to dispute that can suck my dick. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I thought you're gonna like, the aggression with which you started that sentence didn't match the, the end of it. <laughs> and anybody who wants to say something about it can meet me at this address at this time, and I will give you a firm shake hand, or shake of hands. Yeah, yeah and I will um, say stuff real fucking weird. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't fight. We're nope. not tough. <laughs> yeah. So that, I, that was just my way of showing appreciation. And that. No, and, I know. I did, I'm not. I'm, I have no problem with what you said. It's okay. just funny the way you said it. And actually, I have no problem with that. I just wanted to make a joke. <laughs> That's fine. Some of the things I say are not true, Cole. Some of the things I say it's because I don't know, and then some of them are because they are jokes. <laughs> oh man, life is a struggle. Um, yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> as we said a couple times throughout, if you want to participate in the conversation, uh, you can either go to duckfeed.tv/contact, pick bonfireside chat from the dropdown, and that goes to the necessary channels. Um, additionally. We have the Facebook group, which is where a lot of awesome stuff happens. Uh, you want to see Lego, uh, you know, um, portraits of the or landscapes of Gwyn. the uh, of yeah, it's Lego Gwyn. Lego Gwyn, yes. It looks like it looks a little bit like Gwyn. He's in front of a fire. That's why I see. Yeah, I think I th it, looks, it looks like uh, like a very simplified Lego um, fire link to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It and makes it, me want a Dark Souls set of Legos. So yeah, me too. Bad. Like really bad. Yeah, and then that makes me really actually want like six inch, really hyper articulated Dark Souls action figures. Yeah. Really, really bad. You have Solaire, don't you? I he's not. Yeah, it's like a twelve-inch statue, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, <sighs> you Man. can see him in the Kickstarter video for Watch Out for Fireballs. <laughs> he's an Easter egg in that. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is really cool. That company they did a uh, Sif next, mm -hmm. and uh, I didn't like the Sif as much. Yeah. And just I just like decided not to get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it was. I was like, this does not look as unique to dark souls like uh, you know there are plenty of places i could go to get a wolf statue totally like every time every, every you, you time know i what? go to pax there's a bunch of guys in kick-ass sif shirts like, <laughs> you give yeah. me you give me 40 dollars until the end of the day and i'll come back with a wolf statue yeah <laughs> yeah exactly Place it lousy with them yeah um not just pax anywhere get you a yeah that's true get you a toe in two hours um, <laughs> I know a guy in international waters, um, calmer and you are, yeah. um, okay. So, uh, let's, uh, let's take this one home. Usual admin stuff, uh, tip jar, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, uh, as always, you know, and then what we're talking about next time, if you do want to respond, Ooh, is yeah. one, yeah. one, and one, two, we're going to be joined by Jason Killingsworth, the features editor of edge magazine. Excellent mad magazine. Excellent editor. Excellent man. Uh, excellent man. <laughs> yep. Um, wonderful guy. So, uh, yeah, if you have, uh, <clears throat> if you have, uh, comments, get those in, as we said, sorry about that cough kind of rambling here, but we're going to, let's shut this down. Yeah, let's do this. So let's the world might be mended. So the world might be mended. Mumbasa. So the world might be mended. <laughs> yeah. Why? That's, that's pretty, that's what I was working towards. Thank you for finishing. <laughs> oh man. I'm drinking a yingling. Oh, hey. Yeah. Ying. Ling. <laughs> it's just two frogs. <laughs> That's what they call it on the can. Two frog beer. Mm. Yeah. I'll mm. take a take a two frogger. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Throw me a two frog dog. That's the marketing slogan they use. It's really Don't be a two frog dog. It's really, really you want to be a two frog dog. Mm. <laughs> unless unless the two frog dog is the dog that drinks all your beer. I meant oh. to say two dog frog. Oh, okay. That's what you don't want. <laughs> That's what you do. Mm. What is this uh, salty bets? 
Salty bets. It's your new best friend. Is it? I, I it was inscrutable. I couldn't understand what was happening. You might you, you might not dig it. So it's it's a genius idea that I think you anyone should appreciate. Okay, so I don't um, appreciate genius. Continue. You don't understand the idea. Um or you maybe just maybe you don't know. Maybe you do. It's just this guy. He set up uh, Mugen, which is this weird fighting game engine that is like infinitely customizable. So you can import, um, like you, it's really you make your own characters. You import characters from other fighting games and everything, and people do their own mods for it. It has hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, maybe thousands of characters. Okay. He imported. He took Mugen. He imported all of the characters and all the stages, <laughs> and he just sets it to pay, do random matchups. Okay. Between them and just AI. No real people are fighting ever in it. All right. And then you just watch and you can bet on the winner. And it's like fully automated. Like the odds are determined by how many people bet. Okay. Uh, for what? So if something's an underdog because not very many people bet, it, bet for it, it has better odds, like a bigger payout. Okay. And by payout, yeah. do you mean actual money? No. No, there's no real money. Okay. Good. It's all salty bucks. <laughs> and the. Uh, and the fun part, like, I didn't get it at first. I was just kind of like, I don't understand what this is. But the fun part is, one, watching, uh, like, what is going to come up next, like, what two characters. Two, the fact that they're all, like, kind of shitty video game glitchy AI. <laughs> so they do funny things and they fuck up a lot. So, you know, something will happen. Like, I watched, like, my the, my favorite match I ended up watching last night was, like, um... It was Leonardo versus some Dragon Ball Z character. Okay. There's like a depressing amount of Dragon Ball Z characters um, because well, there's like a thousand Dragon Ball Z uh, yeah, there's like games in Japan. 1,700 of them. Yes. Um, it would have been so more was, funny to say over 9,000, but yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's true. That's unfortunate. <laughs> One of the only um, situations in which it would have been funny to invoke that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Uh, Leonardo was fighting, and Leonardo kept doing this sword spin thing that made him fly up to the top of the screen, so you could only see his feet. And then the Dragon Ball Z guy, you can only see his head. And it's kind of the screen just hovered, and you just saw these feet moving around, this head moving around for for a while. And then then the text just says Leonardo wins, and you're like, oh, um, and in the background, it's just like real weird video game stuff, like video game. The characters taking like super relaxed poses in one frame of animation, you know. Mm -hmm. like, that's real fun to watch it's all stuff like that hmm. um and then uh uh yeah that's pretty much it and then people comment on it and uh you know and they make funny comments sometimes not often hmm. but so it's like a not awful version of the game facts character battle except it happens like it's actual battle so you right, also get right, to watch yeah. yeah you know like a, a fun battle it's just like a lot of fun randomness yeah yeah you know like uh the random aspect is really fun. Mm -hmm. Yes, so that that gives me a little bit more context of what's happening. <laughs> yeah, it, it took me that that was like the you know the thing that took me a while mm -hmm. to figure out is even just to know okay like these are not real people. This is not a tournament. There's no real money. The game you know you can uh, you know pay real money to the site. You can join it. Um, the difference being like if you it's free to use. Your minimum amount of money that you can ever have is ten bucks. Okay. Um, so you can always have $10 to bet, but it's more fun to bet like, you know, higher amounts of money and get like upsets and stuff. Right. If you get down to $10, it's, it's colloquially referred to as the salt lines. 
and then you're you're working in the salt mines. And then if you pay the membership, you're considered an Illuminati, and you uh, your minimum becomes six hundred and sixty six dollars. <laughs> and then like that's it. That's the only pay thing. There's no ads on it, really. Um, yeah, I don't know. Huh. Pretty into it. Um, it's real fucking goofy though. Yeah, like it's got that going for it or against it. Mm-hmm. And then, like, some of the models are from, like, weird bootleg. You know, a lot of people just made them because they are they can do that with Mugen. Like, right. they're all um, popular characters, but, like, the models are really, like, kind of unprofessional. And they're all from different systems. So you'll have, like, a really high-res, like, 3D Goku. <laughs> Against the the guy from Yi-R Kung Fu? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ex- exactly. We're fighting, um, you know, like, the, the Ninja Turtles. Or not Ninja Turtles. The Nintendo... Uh, you know, Super Mario World fighting game that was like a bootleg in Korea <laughs> and stuff. They all have like unique moves and everything too. It's kind of like an amazing That's... feat as far as that goes too. I've never seen a repeated matchup and I've never seen the, I actually have other than like Goku, which there's like a tons of Gokus. Yeah. Um, I've never seen a repeated character on it. Hmm. Yeah, no, see, it's weird. I, I just, I get a little bit funny about that because I can't ever take a, a fighting game seriously if it's not balanced for competitive play. Is that... <laughs> That's not true. Is that true? <laughs> no, it's no. Oh, okay. Not. I was like, hold on a moment. <laughs> Wait uh, a minute. Stop <laughs> the presses. Let's 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 <laughs> no not go so quick here. Destination. No Uber tier. <laughs> no fun. Yeah, no no Fo- fun version. Fox only. This is this is there's no there's no skill anywhere. <laughs> I know like, anywhere approaching. No, I'm just saying how that how far away this is from what you're making fun of. Yeah, I know. No, like, this, just... is, this is the absolute anti that. Like it is just people. I, I'm not trying to make fun of them in the same breath. I am make. I am also making fun of. Yeah, no, I, I'm saying what you're making fun of as a selling point for this thing. Okay, because it is it is so far away from that as to be mm. amazing. Okay. So. Huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. huh. People who play Smash Brothers without items are fucking idiots. Yeah, yeah. People who like play on restricted levels too. Those are yeah. the, those are the two good things about that game. Yeah, totally. And like that's the fun you're gonna have in that is just like you know, bizarro shit happening. Yeah. Like just weirdo unpredictability, like Yeah. I, I like I have the urge to ask those people if they would want to play uh no items Mario Kart. Yeah, and they probably would, or they probably just hate Mario Kart because, oh, yeah. has, you know, they probably would never play Mario Kart. Yeah, Mario Kart. It's not, <laughs> Yoshi yeah. only. Yeah, Yo- Yoshi only, no items. Uh, you know, Mario GP1 only. <laughs> gross. Oh, man. Real gross. Yeah. Competitive uh, fighting games, like, I can, I can appreciate that. Like, I can oh, watch yeah. it for what it is, but it's weird that they choose something that is so optimize for fun mm-hmm. you know and then uh kind of take some of the fun out of it and, and then they get upset when nintendo doesn't let them stream at evo yeah 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 you missed the point idiots <laughs> you know oh well even though nintendo should have let them stream at evo. oh definitely yeah that's crazy and they they reversed their policy i'm pretty sure so the world yeah. might be mended i want to take a moment and say that uh prison architects comes highly recommended oh yeah yeah and heard that you had been playing that yes like thirty bucks or something like that. I remember seeing it on a on Steam sale and being surprised at the original price of it. Yeah, yeah, it's a little like uh, it's a little bit expensive, and by a little bit I mean a lot uh, for a pre-release alpha build kind of thing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I picked it up on the Steam sale um, for I think I think it was like half off or it was some substantial amount. It was like I won't do thirty. I will do this. I told myself several times it's been on my wish list i will get it when it goes on steam sale it was on steam sale so i did it i can see that being a thing like seeing what being a thing no no like not the pricing model but the game itself it's it's really good um it's engaging from that kind of like system building standpoint Mm -hmm. and uh it's a real creepy like social commentary kind of thing which is which is nice um yeah I want, um, yeah, I, I was curious about it and I've watched people play it and it looks fun, but I've also traditionally these kind of games don't always work on me. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, like a roller coaster tycoon or, or something like that where you're just kind of building like a, a place. I can get into it, but it's, yeah. it, I pick it up, you know, similar to how you're talking about Animal Crossing. Like I pick it up for a little while and then want to put it down. Yeah, there's there's definitely like an end game. It's kind of like okay, when I build this into a sustain like a self-sustaining system, then mm-hmm. it, you know, th- then you kind of move on to something else. But uh this has like a nice it has like a little bit of a like a quest structure. It's not ent- it's not entirely uh fulfilled, but uh you have grants that you can get mm-hmm. um for like building a basic detention center and then like building a medical ward and getting these kind of things. There's uh there's a tech tree to get like, mm. uh, like uh, for a different kind of bureaucracy, so you can unlock like the ability to make the prisoners work and you know stamp out license plates that you know that you can sell, or like oh I don't have to hire staff because the prisoners can you know can clean the place, that kind right of on. thing. You know you get uh, psychologists, and it's funny because like those different things actually unlock interface elements. So getting a psychologist actually shows you like a more accurate uh, depiction of the of their needs. Which is kind of cool. Okay. So it's yeah. just kind of like, oh yeah, that's why they're rioting. They're hungry, right, right, right. <laughs> or like, oh, not all of their cells have windows, and they're very angry about that. And it looks like, oh, only the prisoners who don't have windows in their cells are real mad. So I should probably earmark some money in the budget. Um, like yeah. hiring the chief of security gets you like a like a threat level kind of thing. Um, the most recent alpha added contraband. Um, so you can okay. actually like shake down cells and, you know, like people will try and take, uh, like silverware from the, uh, um, from the cafeteria. Yeah. Uh, I'm watching like, the like, trailer right now. It's showing the, the shakedowns. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's one of those things where like, I'm kind of turned off by the aesthetics a little bit. I don't mind like the, like the flash game kind of, you know, kind of stuff, but like the, like the proportions are a little weird, but like you eventually get matrix vision and you can spot like blonde, redhead, brunette kind of thing. Um, and you kind of see past that into the stuff that like underlies it. Mm. Yeah. It's mm. real, it's real unsettling, real creepy. And, uh, yeah. Have you seen uh papers, please? Uh, yes, I have seen it. I intend to purchase it. Um, however, right now I am pretty done up for, uh, for games. Yeah. It, it just came out uh, yeah. today. Like that it looks, looks pretty cool. It looks I, so good. Yeah. I, that looks pretty fun. Yeah. I'm happy to see that it's finished. Most of the stuff that I heard about it uh, was on podcasts like way back when it was like in a beta or alpha or something like that. And it wasn't, it was like feature complete, but not content complete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the world might be mended. Did you drop a marker there, Cole? Yes. I'll probably put in. Oh, oh. <laughs> boom, boom. Oh, oh. Boom, boom. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> Music is so good in this game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love it. A lot, a lot less like. <laughs> yeah, way less chanting. Yeah, like, and I love the music in Dark Souls too. Yeah. But I was so happy to have the excuse to uh, download the the Demon Souls soundtrack. Yeah, so super good. Yep. 
so the world might be mended. Grab a quick sunflower seed here. Just one, though. Yes, just one. Grab a single sunflower seed. I'm splitting it with another hobo. <laughs> uh. <laughs> And we all pray that we will have far more soon 